Anyway, lovely to meet you, Jake. Yeah, you too, man. It's been I've I've listened to every one of your episodes, and you actually, like I said, no to one per, one of you on Matthew, on Instagram said, um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, honestly, mate, you. I started this two years ago, uh, no, about a year and a half ago, and I, long story short, I basically turned someone vegan, and he was like, we need to set up a podcast. Uh, we did two episodes. I kept saying, um, I deleted them. <laughs> I never touched it again, and I had the mics lying there. And then oh, no. you, you actually inspired me to start it back up. So thank you very much. Wow, wow. we'll have that. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This, is last, this is our last episode, isn't it? Might as well end on a high. <laughs> it's the last one. No, no. it's not. Oh, you scared me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, our thing when we started was if we ever get anyone tell us that they listened to one of our episodes and went vegan on the back of it, that's it. We'll just stop because you're never going to get any better than that. But we right, haven't well, had that yet, so it, we're going to keep going. Um, it, it quickly turned back. He, he lasted about three months, and I haven't oh, spoke to no. him since. Um, I actually asked him to come on uh, and said, look, we, we started this. Let's just have a chat. And he said his reply was, I don't think we've got much to talk about because I eat meat and you don't. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was – It was. Then I didn't even reply to him, and I haven't spoke to him since, and that was probably four or five months ago. Wow. Crazy. That's incredible. That's incredible. Mm. That's... What a shame. He, he, I know. It's, uh, it's yeah. What can you say? What can you do? It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. People think that they've got to take themselves away from a friendship because they can't bear the thought that maybe he was, I don't know, maybe I'm just sort of projecting it, but maybe he was embarrassed that he'd gone back to me. I don't know, that he felt I, like I think, he couldn't yeah, play I, it or something. I think so, mate. Yeah, I think, I think he kind of... He realised that he couldn't argue with the with the topic, and then his taste buds obviously are just too much. Um, and he's just gone. I, I I can't deal with that. I've, I've got to just pretend it never happened, kind of thing. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's a shame. It's a really slow <laughs> game, isn't it? The podcast game. It's really it's quite difficult, isn't it? But um, but now fair play to you, man, for carrying it on. And I think I read a, I read somewhere where twenty one. 21 episodes is the cutoff where you either carry on or... You, or, or oh, something, really? A very small percentage make it don't make it past 21 or, or something like that. So, oh. Well, we've just uh, released episode 42 today. So we yeah. double that. So yeah, we're it. in it forever Ooh. now. That's it. That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, no, good. It's with, good. With recording schedules, I don't know what... Um, I don't know how you do yours, but for us... We got our fingers burnt early on when we had to cancel somebody at the last minute and then we had to go a month without an episode because of life stuff just got in the way. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um so now we have we'll normally record like one in advance. So we've always got one as a backup, yeah. Kept back, and then we re will release every two weeks so that then we try and keep on top of it. Yeah. So that we yeah. uh <laughs> So that we don't keep our army of listeners <laughs> waiting yeah. for new episodes, because yeah. I think it army was... of worldwide listeners. Yeah, I think hey, it was. You seem to have a nice, a nice uh, listener base. You know what I mean? Uh, we've got some very uh, active people who follow. We don't have loads of listeners, but mm. we have some who are in contact with us a lot. We don't have adverts because I don't think anyone would pay us based on our numbers, but. The people who listen seem to like it, so mm. don't cost us anything. Yeah, yeah. So Quality. why not? 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You turned so anyone. Richard, we always said Richard trying to sow sow seeds to get if if if. Although he started he started that it was a seed sowing thing that if people wanted to listen then they could and then I think the one that the one that did it was when Martin um, from Sweden came on and he said that it had it helped him come out of isolation. He mm. he felt very isolated and to feel that there was a community that he mm. could engage with. Yeah. You know, we've we've always we, we've had a few like special guests, I guess. You know that from from don't do don't do air quotes when you say special. Well, that that makes it sound like something else. Whether okay, we haven't had we haven't in, we haven't had Joaquin Phoenix on. We haven't had Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix on, but we've had we've had people from organisations and you know Molly Elwood we had on. She was Molly the first, Elwood, yeah. uh, one of the first proper. Proper famous ones we had on, and uh, George from Carnism Debunked. Yeah, yeah, that was when we started. That was when we started thinking, blimey, people actually want to talk to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's it's, um, apart from apart from them, it's it's just we just wanted it to be just. I'm not going to do it again, but invert um, normal people, just the normal, normal guy on the street. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll you'll see ones on YouTube, won't you? Where it's a little bit. Uh, concentrated on one topic, you know, like the, you, there's, there's like the health people, there's the environmental people, but I don't, mm. I think, you know, yours was the first that I listened to where it was just, you know, people talking about their daily lives and what they eat and, you know, mm. what, what they, what they do. And I think that's, that's, that's a, that's, that can resonate with a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? That's it. We just yeah. wanted people to listen to it and feel like they weren't the only one who was, you know, working nine to five or in Wes's case, um, seven days a week at the time you know and plugging away living their life and being the only person who did it that way because when you look on social media especially it's all like um I know you're into your fitness aren't you Jake because you're young and um and strong uh not like us <laughs> two old men but uh you know there's a lot of especially male vegans and it, a lot of their content is about being in the gym this many reps this many pbs uh, you know, this many miles run. And for for old people like me who are quite lazy, it's it's not that inspiring because I can I know I will never A be able to do it or B have the time to do it and mm. or have the C have the inclination to do it. So then we just felt that there was a bit of a gap for people like us. Yeah. Uh, normal, as Wes would say with the air quotes, normal people. Although yeah, mate, it's a long time say, since either of us called us normal. Yeah, it, it was the it was the first uh well, it was the first podcast um vegan related that I that I listened to. And uh the missus is from Russia, so we had to fly there. I think it was yeah, it was the new year just gone, and um it was 16 hours, I think, because of the war we had to go around Ukraine. So I actually downloaded as many episodes as I could of yours. And I listened to him for like 12, 14 oh, hours flat. Um, what is wrong with you? So, yeah, it was, I enjoyed it, man. It was. <laughs> Anyone's ever wanted a plane to be shot down? It's, it was Jake <laughs> on that on that flight. Jesus. That's yeah. uh, if if I'll, I'll edit this out if you're not comfortable. But how how is that at the minute then having a, a Russian partner? Um, with the war? Well, she, has, she hasn't got a gun, so that's good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good start. It's now it's um I, I think the media 
tells lots of lies and it, it speaks one side, whereas, you know, in Russia it'll be a different side and whatever. But I think mm. there's a lot of bullshit that surrounds it. Um, it's not as bad as, I mean, it, it's going to be bad. It's always bad. It's not as bad as, or as big as they as they kind of make out. Um, life's normal in Ukraine, most of Ukraine. Life's completely normal in Russia. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, she she does know people that have unfortunately died, not personally, but you know, like a, a mutual friends or old school mates who've had husbands mm. who've died, and not not too many of them. But um, yeah, it's it's just overhyped, really. It's it's not a good thing, but it's not yeah. affecting her or her friends or her, her family or or anything like that. So. Who knows? It's not all the media to do that, is it? Is it to overhype things and scaremonger people? Oh, Who thought? That's another story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Talking of which, uh, Wes uh, sent me a link, Jake, the other day to a podcast, and he said, "Have a listen to this; it's amazing." And I uh, listened to it on the train on the way home today, and uh, it made me want to cry, and also at the same time. Um, become an environmental activist and it's the uh, it's the moby pod mm. and uh, i'm sure he gets far more listeners than we do but um he had on as a guest peter kalmus who's a climate scientist mm. and he's a really great guest really so informative so well informed explains stuff really really well but fuck me it's depressing it's uh <laughs> there's there's no other way of putting it is there it's uh it's bleak. environment based yeah and it's all oh. about how like whatever we do is too late the media don't support and, that, and that's what made me think of it it's it, the way that the media if it was i don't know if it was a political party that was doing this much damage to something they'd be all over it and it'd be a massive scandal if it was one particular company that was causing this in a in an isolated way they'd be all over it but because mm. it's everything everywhere yeah, they're not they're not shouting yeah. about it. There's, there's no profit so for them, is there? And um, their short term vision of money, unfortunately, yeah. is more important than the long term vision of survival. Um, and I don't is understand it? when people talk about the the climate hoax. And I've had people on the cast saying it's a hoax, and they're pushing this, they're pushing vegan sausages on on you on purpose to. Uh, and I'm thinking, <laughs> is it is it is it really? You know, what I mean, no one can really give me any examples of how the media are pushing it for a climate hoax um it's fascinating really yeah yeah bit got, there was a there was a bit that got me where he said about how the rich, rich people they want they want to live in an in a ideal world in the middle of the in the middle of a forest on, a, on the side of a lake in a beautiful surrounding but to get to that ideal they want to rip everything off and by the time they get to that idyllic location, the whole thing's wrecked. <laughs> Just so he can sit in this this idyllic location that he won't be able to live in anyway. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like counter the whole thing's counterproductive, mm, all so yeah. that they can make short term money for the yeah. for just for their their individual life. It's so ridiculously selfish, and I just think, well, I'm happy said, like we're fucked. We're literally fucked. <laughs> And then, and then, and then Moby line. says that Moby says it, Moby nicked our question. He must be one of our American listeners and said, "Do do you have hope?" And he said, "But he might as well have said, 
there's hope to be had, but the, but, but no, <laughs> I don't because we're yeah. fucked. Yeah, I just yeah, thought, hands the wrong people. oh god. Yeah, that, that, I can tell that that's going to be one of these things that I just can't bring myself to watch. Just like any footage on Netflix, any documentary, I, I know what goes on. I know that it's messed up. I just can't bring myself to watch it. And I know I, I won't no. be able to be able to listen to it now. No, I've um, I've not been able to watch. You know, there's so many vegan films that people say, "Oh yeah, this is you must watch it." Like Dominion, Forks Over Knives. Can't do it. No, I've no. watched Cowspiracy. I've watched What the Health. I've watched Seaspiracy. I can't watch. I can't watch the others. I've I've, I've seen trailers. I've seen clips. Mm. It's just it just makes me too upset. I don't know if that's the right thing or the wrong thing. I just can't do it. Well, I've seen a social media post now. With all all the vegan stuff I follow on social media, I see so much of it. I'm like, well, Mm. I already know this. I already know it goes on. And actually, why am I still watching it? Because I know. I know it's messed Mm. up. It shouldn't be happening. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, why why go watch another film when I already know it's screwed? Mm. Seaspiracy was a little, you know, another added extra. Yeah, we we thought we we thought we were fucked, and well, now the seas are going to be empty in about ten years, so that makes us even more fucked. So brilliant, and it genuinely makes makes my blood boil. Yeah, the blood boiling inside me when when I when I come in, like you said, because I follow so many people back, and it's all vegan related. It it's always there, and I think if that was in front of everyone else who were just on the fence, I think there'd be a lot more people switching over and saying i'm never doing that again you know what i mean um mm-hmm. and it just i think it's even worse now because people are distracted and people would rather just scroll past after two seconds and forget they ever saw it, seen it um yep yeah it's it's horrible I, I can't i can't watch it i can't even but then again it, there is a positive to it because it kind of gives me a kick to carry on talking about it pushing it yeah. cooking yes. food you know it, it gives me that that kind of fire again it lights the fire again um not that it ever disappears but but yeah i know what you mean though yeah it's uh it yeah it's it's always good to have it in the back of your mind and it just as yeah. a just as a constant yeah sorry just quickly another another one i want to chuck in here for as we're on this sort of chat is piers morgan oh. now, yeah i know he's a he's a bell end he's a, he's a he's cock and i don't mind saying it he can fucking sue me if he wants fucking He's one of our listeners. Can't give him anything. Sure. But he had um, uh, Julia Galapi on, didn't he? Yeah. And mm-hmm. she From was. Viva. Every time he asked her a question, did his normal thing, asked her a question, she started to come back at him with the with the facts. And every time he knew that he was going to be out of his depth, he just shut her down. And I yeah. actually thought, you're becoming a parody of yourself now. You're mm. now becoming this thing that I think even. Even the hardened carnist must look at and go. Actually, you've been a bit of a cock. Yeah, yeah. That that idiot. He's, he's like a, he's like a schoolboy. He's like a spoiled little brat. He he had someone on who was shooting lions or doing something to lions or you know something in the wild, um, just hunting, and he he tore him down saying, "How dare you shoot this lion? How dare you do this?" And then, like a few weeks later, he's eating a steak live on TV. Yeah. And I'm, I've commented saying someone needs to tell me why this is like, like why can't they see that it's exactly the same thing? Yeah, 
just because yeah. you're hungry, it, it it blows my head. And yeah, I'd love to go on there. I'd, that that is my aim in life is to get on there and just rip them to shreds. Well, you could with your bike, but um, that would be um, <laughs> that would be worth seeing. I couldn't say calm. I mean, I think Juliet did a great job with him because. Yeah. She at least tried to answer the questions. I think I'd have just had to have stormed off because he was so patronising and rude. And like mm. I say, he'd ask her a question before she's answered it. He's he's just shouting at her. It's just like a, it's just like a game yeah. to him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Fr- so frustrating. So Jake, tell us then, uh, what's your vegan story? Where did it all start? What's the what's the background? Um, I've been plant-based for five years, coming up to six, I think. Um, and it was just a collection of things over time. Um, it was just things kept popping up. Um, I didn't really know any vegans or meet, know any veggies or anything like that. It just, I kept seeing a video. It was actually my brother who went veggie, um, just randomly out of the blue. And I just started looking into it. And um, I don't know if you've heard my fish story. Uh, this is what pretty much topped it off. I kept seeing these contradictions everywhere and, you know, just things not adding up. And obviously I listen to your earthling heads and your Joe Carbstrungs and different things like that, different footage of slaughterhouses. But the one thing that topped it off was the all the hypocrisies that surround it. And the one in the fish shop was when I was standing in the queue for a fish and chips, whether I was having fish, I don't know. And on the left, there was a fish tank and the sign said, please do not tap the tank because it stresses our fish. And then <laughs> two, two metres away, there was a line of fried fish in the food warmer that had just been battered and fried. Oh and I was God. like, I was like, hang on, that's that's mad. And I remember taking a picture. And then, and then since then, it was just all these hypocrisies kept popping into my head and on Facebook. And yeah. I just thought, this has got to change, man. And, um, and yeah, one day I was in lockdown uh i think i was about two years two years in and i was cooking cooking this cooking that people were enjoying it the family was enjoying the food and i just thought you know what i'm gonna set up a food business um vegan food was in demand at the time um well it still is pretty much but and yeah we just worked through lockdown built up a, a vegan food eatery um and never looked back since um what about yourselves i know there's two of you so i'm guessing one turn to the other is that, is that, yeah, yeah. yeah so i where's was so, the shepherd i was the sheep yeah so my wife was vegan when i met her just over 20 years ago she reverted back to eating fish and then meat uh when she got pregnant um just through cravings i think more than anything but then uh, yeah it just sort of carried on uh, she she in hindsight now she says she says to me that um, she felt it never sat right with her that she was still back to eating meat but we do these things anyway um, then when so obviously I used to live in Northampton we moved up to Manchester and I'd noticed that Michelle was doing or eating or sorry used she'd gone back to like soy milk and stuff and I just sort of was like I mean inklings that she she'd started going back. And then one night I came in from work, she was watching Cowspiracy. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not getting into that. And I, it must have been 15, 20 minutes in, put my phone down. I was like, right, what's this? <laughs> and I was, I was fixated. And at the end of it, I, the credits were rolling. And I said to her, I 
everything that's me done. And she went, you what? I was like, yeah, I, I can't do it anymore. And the following morning, I went to the co-op, bought myself a carton of Oatly and made the best coffee I've ever made. <laughs> and I've never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I said something about milk the other day. Um, why would you not switch if it tastes so good? Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that. But no, it's, uh, it's good to hear, mate. It's yeah. good to hear that you've, um, I mean, it was just as easy as that. I mean, with a lot of people, they go in and out, don't they? So just to yeah. make that switch straight off is, um, it's impressive. And like we, we've said on many, many episodes before that I'm, I was full on meat here. Matt, mm. you know, Matthew said I was Mr. Meat, you know, barbecues and steaks and, you know, I was, I was all over it. There's no way, yeah. there's no way on earth I could do it again. No. <clears throat> I think if you hadn't have been so much of a meat eater, I wouldn't have bothered watching Cowspiracy on the back of you right. going vegan. If you'd have been always back and forth between, you know, veggie, yeah. pescatarian, whatever, uh, it had just been, oh, here he goes again, another fad. But because yeah. it was Wes, who, like he said, was <laughs> like Mr. Meat, Steaks and the lot, I was like, fuck me, I've got to watch this film. If it can yeah. make him... Of all people, go vegan on one viewing. I've got to watch it because I've got to find out what's in it. It was like yeah. it really piqued my interest. And me and my wife watched it, and we were like, "Yeah, ditto. We're going vegan." That was it. Yeah. Quality, <laughs> yeah. It. I know you've mentioned it before in the cast, but um, I didn't know if it was both. Yeah, but yeah, it's um. And it, it, do you find that a lot? I know a few people have mentioned Dominion, isn't it? Sorry, did you say Dominion? No, conspiracy. That's oh, sorry, conspiracy. Quite... Yeah. Um, quite common for some of the people that we've had on, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I, 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 I can't. I don't think I've seen a lot of them. Um, simply. Because yeah, again, but you don't need to now. No, no, we just don't need to. No. So, um, and how, how long has it been for you both? Uh, oh, five, what am I, five yeah, years. Five and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Quality, yeah about the same. I've yeah. literally just turned forty. I went to yeah. went to a pie shop in Manchester for my fortieth. Yes. And um. And then two weeks later, I was like, they did a vegan pie. I need to go and have one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That was, the, that was the first and only time I've had venison. I had a venison pie yeah. when we went out there. And uh, I remember really clearly my wife saying, oh, but venison's deer. And I was like, it's the same as a cow or a pig. Yeah. And even then, and I still ate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even like, I was trying to justify to her, like, it's it's all right you know why would you eat one but not the other which is the whole of the elwood's dog meat um uh sort of reasoning isn't it and yet yeah. i and so i had it in my head it's just that i still ate it um mm. but there we go that's yeah. it so then uh no beef pod you've had you've had loads of uh good guests on you've had a couple of people on that we've had on you had uh l from uh, very good, yeah. very nice. Yeah. And uh, Martin, our good friend uh, from Sweden, uh, Vistopia. Yeah. Both legends. Um, yeah. Enjoyed both of those episodes. They're they're great, uh, great guests. Both of those. Who's been the Who's been the guest that you've got the most out of? If that makes sense. Which one's been the most sort of? Oh, what what brilliant guest. Uh, for me, or from list. Uh, listener stats either or... from yeah from you or feed listener feedback or yeah um, i'm trying to think uh it's the, the one that just pops in my head the one i that 
I enjoyed or maybe I didn't enjoy it was the one where I'm actually debating the plant versus meat um argument uh which okay. is just like it's it's just what goes through our head on a daily basis coming out like what the hell is this kind of thing but um in terms of guests I've, I've a lot of my friends have came on actually who, who it all started in the shop basically and we'd be talking about this and that and diet and obviously I'm a health related person fitness yeah, so yeah. the other ones where we you know just share share ideas and meals and experience in training and nutrition uh spring to mind i haven't actually yeah. had too much of a famous person unlike yourselves you've had kind of a few big yes now they are though they are they, they're quite well known on hopefully oh yeah i actually started watching top vegan actually uh, after you ah did you oh, so name, the american the american yeah Chad. Chad. yeah 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 so i listened to that and then i started watching the top vegan so that was that was quite ah, interesting um, oh, we should get commissioned for that but I've nearly got one in the pipeline, actually. I don't know if you know of John Joseph. Oh, I've heard the name. Why have I he, heard that name? He wrote the book, uh, Meat is for Pussies. And he's uh, a <laughs> in, in the US. He's from New York. He's a oh, hardcore wicked. vegan, hardcore organic vegan. Um, oh, wow. And he's replied and said he's up for the chat. So that should be that should be my uh, passport be to the elite world then. And then I can uh, start. There'll be no better. stopping you then. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about yourselves? Favorite, favorite cast? Uh, the one that got us the most exposure was School Night Vegan, uh, when yeah. we had him on to promote his book. That was. Um, Is that the chef? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Richard. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. we had a proper laugh with him, and it, yeah. um, it was one of our popular episodes, but. Um, there's been a few like we had Lauren on who's vegan yoga mama mm. Mm. and uh, I think hers is like our third most popular episode or something like that mm. and yeah. um yeah she was a she was good and um what I liked about that was yeah we got once there was one subject we got into in that podcast about the um, the Holocaust, and we've never we haven't had to discuss that before. Mm. But that conversation came up, and I was like, that 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 side of it just literally blows my mind. Yeah. Every time I think about it, you see you see one of the adverts, not adverts, but one of the posters for it, and it's just like, oh, it's a Holocaust every day. It's rubbish. Yeah. yeah, it's funny you should mm. say that because only yesterday I did one and uh, they mentioned slavery and then I mentioned the, the slavery comparison when they go, oh, you can't compare it to humans and you can't compare it to the Holocaust. But then it's funny that Carnism Debunked actually had someone on the podcast who yeah. lived through the Holocaust and yes, he did. Turned, turned vegan for that specific reason. So that just yes, puts yes. to bed all the arguments that say, oh, you yeah. can't compare it to the Holocaust because we've got someone here who genuinely can um yeah and it's uh it's obviously a very sad story and um it's it's mind-blowing to think that he went through what he did but uh mm. yeah it's it's it, it really is the, an animal holocaust um yeah but he said it. didn't he because in that in that in that podcast with george he said didn't he that um you know he was in a concentration camp and he i don't know if he, he, he visited a, a slaughterhouse or or just walk past a farm or something, and he went. That's literally what we were living like. Mm. 
that's what it was. And it was like, oh my God, it's 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 heart wrenching. Yeah. Just it's it's disgusting. Yeah. And here, and here okay. we are trying to have conversations with people that you think are, <laughs> are good people and they they still argue with you about it all. Well, this is the thing. I think a big problem is in the modern world, I mean, a lot of stuff goes on. We know that. Um, mm. A lot of bad things happen. But your average modern human has never experienced what that guest who lived through the Holocaust has. So, like, no, genuine not. fear, genuine, um, you know, they've just... I mean, I'm not saying bad things don't happen to people because it does and everyone's, you know, got their own stories. But, I mean, an example for me is when someone pulled out a knife on me, that fear or that rush of adrenaline that you feel is like nothing else, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think if you haven't experienced anything like that, it's easy just to dust it off and say, ah, oh, you know, animals kill them, they're, they're scared and what, but they haven't actually experienced it themselves. And I think that's the problem. They can't make that connection between genuine horror and, you know, any anything that they've experienced. It's just, it's not on the same level. That's a really good point. Mm. I've never, I've never thought of it like that. Mm. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah. one thing that sprung to mind not long back, and I said it to someone. Yeah. I said, you know, I said you, you you haven't you can't you can't relate to it because we've got very blanketed lives. You know what I mean? And I think that yes. that is what that is one of the problems. I think. And um, I feel like we're in a very compassionless society at the moment there seems to be a real loss of it recently with regards to all manner of things not just uh, animal animals going you know animal agriculture but in general there's you know society's become very much this is what i think and if you think something else then you're wrong Mm -hmm. Uh, much like your mate um you know when he said that he wouldn't want to talk to you because he was a meat eater and you weren't yeah you know it's very much like there's no no one in the middle ground anymore it's all like i'm over here you're over there so you're wrong so i'm only going to talk to people who are over here with me yeah um which um is is a decision that we made on the pod that we were only going to have vegans on Mm. talking about how they live their lives as a vegan not people who um you know who still eat animals to talk about why they, you know, we're, we're not into that debate stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good choice. We're not very good at it. Well, there's, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not earthling heads being able to go out or Cliff Grant and being able to go out and face down animal eaters and, uh, and all that stuff. It's yeah, yeah, hard yeah. work. There's nothing better than a hunk of prime Labrador steak, wonderfully marbled. And that is almost entirely dependent on how it's produced. Elwood's organic dog meat has complete control of this entire journey. So I'm here at Elwood's farm to find out a little more about it. Welcome to Elwood Farms. Thank you very much, Elwood. I hear you do a bit of barbecuing. I do, a little bit of barbecuing every now and then, yes. From a chef's point of view, 
Consistency is key for everything. It doesn't matter if it's a Rottweiler ribeye, a Pyrenees mince, or a lab sirloin. You can always tell when the dog comes from a place where it was well reared. And every step has to be right, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, you should see these guys! So, from an Elwood's point of view, there's complete traceability. Absolutely. Unrivaled traceability, so it's fine. Every single piece of dog meat? Yeah, from pub to farmer's market. Everything the dog's been fed? Everything about it. For each dog? Yeah. Only Marks and Spencer's and Whole Foods do this. Where else can people order from? From ElwoodDogMeat.com. That's E-L-W-O-O-D. For top quality meat from dogs for people. Meat that's local, sustainable and humanely harvested. There's only Elwood's organic dog meat. <laughs> they seem pretty friendly, don't they? They're more responsive to me than my kids, to be honest. So Plant Geezer then is your coaching, like gym, is it gym work mainly or is it like life coaching? What's the, what's the yeah, situation? Yeah, so um, it's only been on a part-time basis really the last um, the last two or three years and I just help people out nutrition-wise, calorie counting, bit of guidance, um, recipe ideas. Uh, I do offer like one-to-one -one training sessions, but that's just as a kind of like a part-time hobby. But yeah, I've, I've, it goes it goes hand in hand with the food because a lot of people who buy the meals from Purito, um, they they end up asking questions and and kind of you know put them on a program to kind of help with the calories mm. and and whatnot depending on their goals. So, uh, but yeah, I hope to build that up slowly and kind of now I've got more time uh, business wise, um, having to come out of the shop a few months ago, it frees up a little bit of yeah, time. Was... And, yeah. I was going to ask you about that because uh, I saw that you know you were promoting the um, the shop really explicitly, and then it it, mm. it seemed to go a bit quiet. So I, I was assuming it um, it hadn't gone as well. There's been quite a lot of uh, vegan places that have um, not survived the cost of living, the cost of greed yeah. crisis. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a shame and. It was a gamble after COVID. It was a gamble to kind of take it on. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's it got to the point where you're running around like a you know like a headless chicken. Uh, I don't know if there's a vegan term for that. Running around like a. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> um, yeah, it's you get to the end of the month and you think I'm going to be I'm giving all the money to other companies uh, and there's no need to. Um, and funnily enough, sadly, I've just read that VGN Boulevard who were our neighbours, they've just announced they're closed as well. So, oh, Weren't they a camp out? Yes, you probably had a, a burger or some loaded fries off them. I think um, Mel mentioned them in a camp out episode. Yeah, yeah, they were down the road from oh, us. Uh, they've, no. they've just announced it. So there's another one. Um, obviously, it's kind of transition now. I don't know if they're going to focus on the the um, food truck or, or what kind of path they're going to go down but yeah sad news mm. yeah oh what a shame there's i've spoke to a lot of business owners lately who, who were struggling um it's just yeah it just happens to be a lot of vegan places as well i suppose i'm gonna try and pick up with where we left off and if you could remember what you were going to say yes i can actually yeah yeah <laughs> so matt said 
you only focus on vegans because yes. you don't want to get into yeah. earthly Ned debates. And I think though I was, yeah. So basically, yeah. So that's probably a good idea to not get into debates. Um, funnily enough, everyone who used to start a debate with me, such as sending reels and back and forth on the mm. inbox or sitting in the pub and it pops up in conversation. That was kind of half the reason why I started the cast to kind of put it on a platform. But funnily enough, no one who has engaged in debate before has agreed upon an offer to do it properly. So I think one, one or two. Um, yeah. And one of Just them keyboard was warriors. But yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's a shame really because I thought that people have got a lot to say about it until you kind of put it to them. And then the reply is just, I don't see what there is to debate, which is yeah. nuts. So yeah, you're doing a good thing. Technically true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, uh, and any, anyone who does send a back and forth, you know, like they'll send a reel, then I'll send one back. It's kind of on a friendly basis until it gets to the point where they've had enough and they tend to mm -hmm. flip on me then and go, I can't do this anymore. One of them uh, a few weeks ago actually flipped out and said, yeah, I can't do this. I'm sick of this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, hang on a minute. You were the one who sent me the first video. Yeah, not, yeah. Once, not once have I popped up to anyone and sent them any footage um, at all, ever. So it's interesting to see, you know, when you back them into a corner and kind of send a few back mm. and forths. And then they yeah. disappear. They either disappear or get angry, which says yeah, it all, yeah. in my opinion. That's it. Right. Once they start insulting you, then they've they've lost the argument. Oh yeah, I got, I got, they've got, I got called a keyboard warrior. Uh, I got called um, all sorts, and I was like, hang on a bit. I didn't call you a name. I'm just stating facts. Yeah. If, if that's your that's insecurities coming out, so be it. Um, have you exactly had any experiences it. yourself with people you know, or any abuse, any keyboard warriors? Or I something? think. I think that's how we know sorry, we haven't sorry. made it. Thankfully for me, we have a we have a social media department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get them on to talk about all the work that they do on online. No, um... oh, look. oh look, here they are now. <laughs> no, I think that's how we know we haven't made it as a, as a as a popular podcast because we haven't had any trolls yet. So mm. um, I think that's when you know you're getting the exposure that. When you're when you're sort of crossing over from a vegan following to general following, if you know what I mean, so mm -hmm. that other people are finding you who aren't vegan and they're like, "Why the hell has this popped up in my feed? What are you doing, pushing all this crap on us? All that kind of thing." Yeah, haven't had that at all. So we've been we've have, we have been lucky so oh, far. Oh man, I've even gone fishing as well. I've I've joined like farmer groups on Facebook and. I've tried to be civil and, you know, people go, oh, you're malnourished. And then I'll send them like proof that I'm not. And then they'll be like, you can't eat nothing. And then I'll send them a list of all the food I eat. <laughs> and it, and eventually they just disappear. And I'm like, yeah, you can't make these claims and then not back them up, surely. No, so yeah. it, it is in it just the, the topic just fascinates me. It just fascinates me. Oh, yeah. How oh, yeah I, I, to... I got, I got oh. a Facebook, a Facebook, um, what do you call it? A, uh, Notification? Promoted post. No, oh, pro right. promoted post to say basically um, follow this page, you'll like it. Mm. Um, it's called Vegan with capitals, Noyance. So, Veganoyance. 
Oh, messing okay. with vegans because it is fun and they are emotional and mental midgets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Their profile picture. I don't know if you'll see that. Don't think it would come up. Yes, just about. Uh, oh, with the middle finger. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Finger and then Is that vegan vegans written in blood? No, written in steak. Oh, for God's oh. sake. Oh, no, 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 no. And there's 21,000 followers, and they just post anti-vegan Did you join? Shit. No, I couldn't. Did you join? No. That's what I mean. If somebody wants to have a conversation, I'll have a conversation. I can't do dumbass nah. arguing with people. Well, I can't I said, do it. I said to someone online the other day who was making silly comments, I said, if what if what I'm saying is so ridiculous why have you made a group about it and why do you insist on messaging me? And I'll yeah, give you yeah. an example. If someone said to me they, they identify as a cat or a kettle, that goes in one ear and out the other. I'm not going to spend my time arguing with someone who wants to identify as a kettle or a cat. So mm. why, if it's so ridiculous, why are you here? And yeah. you, you know what I'm trying to say? It, it's, uh, mm. it's, it's, it's mad. I mean, yeah. why would you not just ignore it? And again, it's um, it's a fight or flight, isn't it? You've got the flighters, and then you've got the the fighters who have got to say something, um, yeah. which just makes them look even more silly. So, yeah, it's farming. Uh, it's, it's, it's nuts, man. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I had that situation the other day, and I I just couldn't resist commenting on this post. It was an RSPCA post about how they were trying to. It was something like they were trying to convince. The government, yeah, they'd uh, set up a petition to uh, improve welfare standards for chickens. And I was like, and there's, you know, all the comments signed and shared, signed and shared, all that sort of thing. And I was like, how can people not see this? What mm. are the welfare standards for chickens that live for maybe 12 weeks before they get murdered? Like, wow. why does it matter what happens to them in that 12 weeks? And also, they all those going to happen is they're going to get killed. <laughs> They've got a bigger task on their hands than us. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, like <laughs> you've got no chance. <laughs> so and also, I why? just commented. Yeah. yeah, I just commented. I did a I did a little check first, and then I commented, three hundred thousand chickens killed in the UK every single day. But yeah, sure, let's worry about their welfare. Let's kill and... them. Let's kill them a bit more humanely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, <laughs> that one gets me every time. Humane killing. Wow. Yeah, but it's humane. Oh, right. is that how you'd like to be killed then? Strung, held, held upside down, shot through the head, and have your throat slit till all your blood's dribbled out. I don't know if you you saw a post I posted the other day about Chat GBT. Uh, sorry, Chat GPT. Yes. Um, I did see that one. That was I'll, great. I'll, I'll read it out for you. Um, yeah. Basically, what is humane slaughter? Um, what do you mean by humanely slaughtered? The goal is to ensure that the animal is treated with respect and care during its final moments. And the key principles of humane slaughter, um, the animals are handled gently and calmly to minimise stress and fear. Reducing stress can help prevent the release of stress hormones. And also, animals are properly restrained to prevent them from experiencing pain, injury or escape. This is done to ensure the safety of both the animal and the personnel involved. So, but wasn't but, there a further bit about the release of the the, the hormones? The release of yeah, uh, as well because it 
it makes it taste better or something like that. Was that on your yeah, so, yeah, reducing the, yeah, reducing the stress can help prevent the release of stress hormones that can negatively affect meat quality. Um, so really, actually, what we're talking about is <laughs> all that's just bollocks. It's just <laughs> let's make the meat taste better. Yeah, yeah. From oh, from yeah. the animal, from the agriculture's animal agriculture industry point of view. Yeah. The rest of it's irrelevant. It's just oh. what can we do to make our product taste better? Yeah, and then make and it, it. make ourselves seem like an idiot by saying we're doing it for the safety of the animals, even though and you're then, about to chop their head off. That's like it. The and then green, green, keep, green keep, wash it to them, make it seem. Keep them from keep them from hurting themselves as they're yeah. about to be killed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man! It's, yeah, can uh, you can you imagine if they like if they knock their bum on the rail or something? Oh, what a shame! Just some point of fault through his head. <laughs> yeah, well done. Thanks for that. It's, Fuck's it's sake! Just, a good a good question that I ask people is: What's the biggest or the most surprising example of cognitive dissonance that you've came across? So, an example for me would be the fish. Um, please yes. don't stress our fish. Uh, what I don't know if you heard the the, the cast about the uh, where one person said about the pigs, um, and they rescued the pigs from a fire and then sold it back to the farmer, and then the <laughs> farmer, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. god, and that was in the UK as well. It was UK. I'm sure it was in this country. Um, and that was just like wow, that blows the fish one out of the water. Um, again, yeah. no pun, t- pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the ones that really annoy me, the ones that really annoy me is when uh, it's things like, I don't think we've really talked about this on the pod really, but you know when like a cow escapes on from a truck on the way to a slaughterhouse, everyone's like, yeah, yeah go cow, go. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you yeah. eat it, you eat meat. <clears throat> are you cheering for the cow? It's yeah. like the people who people who watch Chicken Run. You remember that film from all those years ago, like from yeah. twenty years ago, and people were on the side of the chickens trying to escape from a farm because they didn't they didn't want to be in a pie, and yet they still eat animals. You're like, yeah. what what is going through your head? There's a there's a sequel coming out Absolutely this year insane. to that. Is there? Yeah, saw it the other day. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it is. I. Yeah, because of technology, I can't look at my phone at the minute. Um, but I think it's called something like Chicken Run 2, Beware the Nugget or something. Oh, God. But okay. it is. The thing is, it's a, it's such a... It's it's like Babe, isn't it? It's like a... Yes. A accident, well, no, I don't think it's accidental. I think they probably knew what they were doing. Um, it's a, it's an inadvertent vegan film. It's great. Yeah, Just yeah. not enough people realised it. And they'll be eating the chicken sandwich while they watch the new chicken yeah, yeah. sequel and yeah, yeah, with the butter yeah, popcorn. Oh, and, and having their um, having their diet coke with a uh, with a paper straw to save the fish. Yeah, but they'll <laughs> stop at the stop at the chippy on the way home. There is the so one that gets me paper straws. Absolutely, there's just an endless list of inconsistencies that just blow my head on a daily basis, yeah. and every day it gets worse and worse. Yeah. Right, oh. this, this is my usual coffee cup when I'm doing podcasting, okay? Airfix Spitfires, because that's what I do for a hobby, okay? Last yeah. week on the podcast, while talking to Sarah from Homestart, my boss, this was my cup. Can't see that was What is it? It was a cowboy. It's a cowboy, cow, it's a cowboy. cowboy with, a, with, a, with a lasso, lasso. Um, 
probably potentially getting a ball. And I'm sat there drinking, looking at it in the screen, going, oh, shit, this is really not really a vegan cup, is it? <laughs> I was having this little, this little minor panic attack thinking, this isn't, I've been drinking out this cup for a couple of years now. God. You, yeah. you could argue that the big fighter jet is also destructing of the planet as well. We'll let you off. There, there, is, yeah. that. there <laughs> is that. However, on the subject of model making, it turns out that all the plastic they use in models is recyclable. Ah, okay. Yeah. Not the recycling matter to the environment anyway, because who cares? <laughs> yeah, we I've were heard. talking earlier, Jake. I don't know um, what your opinion of this. Uh, I, I've always been a very lazy environmentalist, and so that was one the, the thing that kind of <laughs> peaked, sort of brought me into veganism, if you like, is the <clears> initially <throat> the it? environment. Was all, it was all environment, wasn't it? And then, and then the more I looked into it, the more it was about the animals. But we were we were talking earlier, Wes, weren't we, about that um Moby Pod episode and yeah. we were talking basically recycling seems to be the thing that we've used that that we as in people have come up with. It's the least that we can get away with. It's basically got no negative impact on us as as a society, just to put some of your rubbish in a different bin and people think that's enough mm. i feel like that's quite a lot of cognitive dissonance that people oh, think yeah. that's enough to to save oh, yes. humanity by yeah, putting yeah. your milk your, your plastic milk carton in a in a in your gray bin instead of your black bin yeah my brother got some stats up the other day and i'm not sure how accurate they are but it was saying like a very 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 small percentage of all recycled shit is actually recycled like it doesn't actually make it to the actual place mm. where they yeah it's, wow. it's, I, I don't know if it's like 10 percent or even less maybe <gasps> no um, way yeah yeah it's um and i've got to be honest admittedly i'm the same i'm not too much of an environmentalist um it is just the ethical side for me uh, with a little bit of health yeah. but but yeah i think part of me kind of wants the world to burn anyway um and wipe yeah. us all out because we're a disgusting race um not mm. all of us but yeah so I'm kind of on the fence. On the whole, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have this little dystopian fantasy. I'm going to put this out there. That <laughs> okay, where's this going? Do you remember when COVID hit, Matthew, and we were messaging yeah. each other going, oh, my God, this is this is shit, what are we going to do, blah, blah. And I said to you, wouldn't it be great if it turned out that all vegans were immune? How good would oh, that yeah, be? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have this little we... dystopian fantasy that the whole fucking planet is going to burn <laughs> and all of humanity is going to die except the vegans. Not the rich people. They can all fuck off. But all the vegans just go, yay, we made it. Yay, look at yeah. us. It could be It could be true because I've, I've got to say it again. I've got to because it is a very widely spoken about topic. Um, illnesses, immunity, immune system. Mm -hmm. I don't know about yourselves, but a lot of people I speak to will say I've not been ill. For a very long time so maybe yep. this new variant is gonna do what you say and um wipe mm -hmm. everyone out apart from us yeah well i said this i said this a few a few episodes ago it must have been probably the beginning of the year that i got a guy i work with uh we were in a we were in a hospital <laughs> we were working in a hospital, we were in a hospital. <laughs> yeah he wasn't in the bed next to you no and um he just he said to me i've got to ask you this question wes but i'm really worried about the answer i went what's that he went, we've all, 
everyone we work with, like there was four or five of us in the team, we've all had time off sick over the past two years, or the two years I've known you. You've never been off sick. Why is that? And I just looked at him and smiled and he went, it's because you're vegan, isn't it? I went, maybe. I'd like to think it is. I can't confirm that, but there's a high likelihood. He went, fucking hell. <laughs> what do you want me to say i haven't been yeah. I, 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 I had i had covid a couple of times mild symptoms and yeah i've had no yeah. colds i've had no sickness yeah what can you say yeah i've, I've always said you know I'll, I'll hold my hands up if one day i'll get ill and like oh, i was wrong yeah. you know but i can only speak from experience and you know oh. go off what the people say and it must be something that's not giving us the sniffles on a on a three or four monthly basis you know what i mean so it's yeah. um and if you if you do get ill certainly my experience is if i i had covid i felt ill for like two days mm. but other people who got it at the same time were ill for a week 10 days yeah. so yeah. all right yeah i got it yeah but i wasn't that ill wasn't too yeah it just i've got, I've got like, to admit yeah. i was it, cold it pretty much hit me quite quite hard but, um yeah yeah and yeah it, it's one of those things it's re- it's going to be really difficult to prove one way or the other if it's actually healthier for you mm. because also obviously there's loads of different ways of eating plant-based mm. uh you know i'm i'm pretty much a not a junk food vegan but probably predominantly processed food mm. vegan which isn't the healthiest which isn't any more healthy than uh, eating animals probably because of the the nutrients that I'm not getting enough of. Um, mm. I, I think you'll, you'll, always, you'll always be one step in front. I think definitely, unless well, you're, that's just, it. I think unless so. you're just eating burgers every day. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think uh, talking of food, I know that you, um, you you've you've asked people this a lot, and I'm not sure if you've gave your answer to your own question. Um, your favorite food, man, and or your favorite place to eat. Um, have you got one? Is the one local to yourselves or? So I'm, I'm going from going from mis- being Mr. Meat. I love burgers. <laughs> I they're my if I could eat burgers every day for the rest of my life, I'd do it. I love burgers. They're great. So having found a burger that works for me is fantastic. And I have to say, the best burger that I can buy in the shops not from a restaurant, is the Co-op Grow Burger. I think it's incredible. It's really, really? good. Yeah. Yeah, of all the ones that oh, are out there, genuinely think that's, that's, that's up there. Like a hidden and they gem. Do the, they do the... Sorry again. Like a hidden gem. Little cheap hidden gem. I just don't think it's that cheap. It's cheap. It just... It's, it's <laughs> a nice... Thick, gourmet. It's got to be a, a Co-op Gourmet. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to try that one. I'll have to find out. But there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a chicken version as well. That's wow. equally good for a chicken burger, and it's it's amazing. The reason I say that is because go... I, I haven't got a co-op very local. I don't uh, think I just I, I'm not sure what kind of food it is, but um, I'm now going to go on the hunt for a co-op. I'm sure there's one not far. Yeah, yeah there, absolutely, do it and pick, pick my, it off the shelf. Um, as for restaurants, my favourite was V-Rev up here in Manchester, but that's shut now. V-Rev oh. was just phenomenal. Was yeah. that the one that had been there for a good number of years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was Very just well amazing. It was the first. It was the first restaurant vegan burger me and Matthew had had, I think. And yeah, it was. It was just every time Matthew came up here, it was like, "Right, let's go to Manchester." 
I was in a, a job at the time, which, uh, and, and there was a, um, uh, a branch in uh, Warrington and, and I, uh, I work in London and I was in a position where I could justifiably arrange fairly regular meetings with the Warrington <laughs> office which uh, because of where I live, it meant that I could um, have a night, an overnight in a hotel. So I realised that if I booked the hotel for Manchester, I could go to the meeting in Warrington all day and then uh, meet Wes in the evening for a, for a trip to VREF. And, and, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it was uh, mixing business with pleasure. So it was, uh, it was great. Oh, VREF was awesome. I'll tell you what, somewhere yeah. that, um, I went with my wife just a couple of weeks ago, and that was no last weekend. Good grief! Uh, the barn, which is a um, that's over in uh, East Midlands, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Probably not a million miles away from you, is it? I think you're West Midlands, aren't you? I think it's the other end of the M6, mate. Yeah, it's um, it's yes, near, it is. Near, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah. sold out yeah. every week. Um, no, it wasn't. Um, when we went, it was uh, yeah. We booked we booked it fairly short notice on a bit of okay. a whim, really, yeah. and thought let's go. And uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Highly recommended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for a Sunday carvery, it was brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's probably. So I'll tell you what. The also, on the on the other end of the scale, I I'm quite happy, and I spoke to Michelle about this. I'm really quite happy to just buy some veg, some peppers, mushrooms, onions. Chuck them in the frying pan, bang a load of spices in it, and have it with rice. And that is it's so simple. And mm. you haven't got to think about what you're doing. You haven't got to get it from a recipe book. Whatever vegetables you fancy that work in a frying pan, cook them up, bring your spices in. And it, it, it it's it's simple. It's so easy and so tasty. Yeah. And I, I need to eat more veg. I know it sounds silly. I don't eat enough vegetables. I people go, oh, you surely you you get bored of veg, and I'm like, no, I need more. I, I, I have like one portion a week sometimes. I'm like, I need to. So what do you what do you eat then? Being a being a, a fitness. Yeah, what do you eat? The, what do the you great eat? vegan question. What do you eat? What if you're, what if Seeds, you're on a desert lettuce, island? Uh, bacon. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's mad. Um, Oh man, people have stopped asking me now. It's probably because I post it every single day. Um, yeah, just <laughs> I eat a lot of grains, a lot of peanut butter, right. a lot of a lot of fruit. Um, you know, I have a lot of I do have a lot of processed stuff. Probably twenty to thirty percent of my diet is you know some kind of wheat, meat, um, a lot of tofu. I have a lot of seitan, uh, beans, okay. noodles. Yeah, just I just need a bit more color. I need a bit more. My favourite is probably like the Mediterranean veg, frozen, whack it in the oh, oven yeah. with uh, mm. some bits. That's probably my favourite kind of, um, mm. but your, your typical chunky broccoli and chunky cauliflower, like the plain stuff that can disappear. Um, but yeah, I cooked some Cajun cauliflower the other day. That was beautiful. Oh, wow. Just, um, yeah, just boil a bit of cauliflower, toss it in a pan with some Cajun, garlic, ginger, and uh, chuck it in the oven. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Do you um do you go for the sort of I know you do like the meal prep stuff. Do you follow that yourself, like the sort of high protein for your for your gym training and all that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. So I, I aim I aim for about twenty five to thirty gram per per meal. So I'll probably have like four lots of 
that per day plus a shake. So I'm looking at about 120 gram to to 150 per day, yeah, minimum. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's uh, if I don't try, I'm hitting about 80 or 90, which is more than enough to survive, um, as you probably know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 obviously to 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 grow muscle or to keep muscle, it is a must. But um, for your average person who is not too bothered, then yeah, you're looking at probably you're probably going to get 60, 70, 80, 90 um, per per mm. day. Is that not something mm. that you do yourselves? You just kind of eat whatever. Where's the next cake coming from? <laughs> i um when i first uh when i first went vegan i started doing like the uh what's it called my fitness pal i think where you can put in what you're eating and mm. uh, it works it all out for you and pretty quickly got a fairly good idea of the sort of baseline that i need as i mentioned before I, i'm a member of a gym i go maybe once a week and it's uh that's mainly really to take my lad to try and get him off his Xbox <laughs> just to give him something else to do. That's so, hard, man. You've got kids. It's, it's, uh, it's hard. It is difficult to find time, isn't it? That's it. And so, um, yeah, so I realised I don't need a lot because I'm not trying to build muscle or anything like that. I'm just trying to keep going because I don't want to keel over and be one of those weak vegans and prove <laughs> everybody right. So, yeah. it, you know, once you've got an idea of what's, what's about right yeah you know I don't, I don't monitor it um regularly by any stretch yeah yeah yeah. it's just you know as, as long as you've got something that's got some protein in it on your in your dish so yeah like tofu or beans or um you know like some like you say some sort of meat substitute often mm. and and some veg then anything else you know it's just flavoring really isn't it yeah that's it yeah yeah there's a big hype about it but that's obviously hyped up by the other side who demonise the diet. Um, not that it's a diet, but you know what I mean. Um, but now nah, mm. it's it's nothing to worry about, man. Unless you're I've, eating a McPlant every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a double McPlant if you're West. I've <laughs> only ever once, I've only ever once been asked, where do you get your protein? And I'm really disappointed because I didn't have a good answer for it at the time. And I just sort of went, well, you know, all the normal sort of stuff. And I and I didn't really push it i think i wasn't that far into being vegan mm. but now you know everyone that i know knows that i'm vegan so no one asks me about it mm. you only ever get asked at the beginning when you don't really know anything mm. and you're still learning yourself it's quite yeah it's I'm quite surprised. frustrating because i'd like to have those arguments again <laughs> yeah <laughs> bring it up just please bring it up yeah. i need to finish it again um do, do, yeah, have you noticed a pattern with people's dairy more so than than meat because that's one thing that I find mad is the the obsession with dairy and cheese and milk. Um, but however, I there's been a lot of people lately who've said I don't drink milk anymore. I drink oat milk, and so that that is promising. But there seems to be a an obsession more so with with dairy. No, find... not that I want to get not that we want to, we want to promote him anymore or use all of his stuff. But on that Moby Pod, the, that uh, Peter. Chap, I can't remember his surname now. He um, he was chap. saying that there's some there's something in cheese that's like um it's like it's like addictive. Yes. Um is it I didn't know I didn't know that before, but yeah. is it a casein? Um I think that's yeah, it. it might be. it's it's a natural it's a natural uh how can I put it? 
um, it's it's nature's design for little baby calves to be drawn back to the mother. Is that is that the one? Right, I'm with you. Yeah. It's 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 nature's design to be addictive, so that the the baby comes back to the mum, and then yeah. humans uh, consume it and get addicted to it, which yeah. is actually sick if you think about it. It's um, so yeah. I've just done a really quick Google. It says cheese is addictive because dairy proteins can act as mild opiates. Fragments yeah. of cheese protein called casomorphins attached to the same brain receptors as heroin and other narcotics. As a result, each beat, each, sorry, as a result, each bite of cheese produces a tiny hit of dopamine. There we go. Wow. There's, Scary, there's yeah. It. yeah, it's, it's mad. Addiction is just, it blows my mind. Um, oh, it's, I mean, I, I said to, I spoke to Lee, the comedian the other day. And he, he was saying, you know, we had the same conversation about addic addic being addicted to dairy. And, and he, I related it to drinking a pint of beer where I love beer. And I'm sure there's things that you love, but you would happily give them up or use an alternative to stop, you know, this disgusting mm -hmm. industry. You know what I mean? So I, I compared it to swapping out a, a good beer for a, a shit beer. And I would hap happily have yeah. no trouble doing that. You know what I mean? So it, 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 addiction is, I think it runs very deep in in, in people yeah. um it, well it, it speaks for itself doesn't it i mean come on you can i, I don't know if you've tried the have you tried the sheesh pots cheese someone yeah. brought it me for my birthday my um my family got me these two cheese pots so it's s h double e s e sheesh oh, okay. and right. you basically just blast it in the oven for 20 minutes and it turns into a cheese cheese sauce but it's like a yes sorry yes got, yeah? And I was like, like, a, like a fondue thing. Yeah, yeah, like a little oh, pot. Wow. And I was like, yes. And I was like, oh man, that that is just that is a game changer for anyone, surely to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you not had them, Matthew? They're incredible. No. Yeah. They're incredible. Where, where was it from? Is it just in supermarkets? Yeah, Morrison's. Morrison's do them. Maybe Morrison's. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. It might not be that, they, they, but they might do their own version or something like that. But it, yeah, they're equally as good. It's almost too good because it's too real. And then it kind of puts you off. Oh, <laughs> is that good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. We had the first time I had a, I think Beyond Burger. Yeah. I was like, this is it's too it's much. too meaty. No. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know really they're not they're not for us. They're for people who eat animals who want to cut down on the amount of animals that they eat. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's um it's it was too meaty for me. Too much. Are you going to give us any sort of semblance of hope? Oh, um, it's 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 a tough one because I've changed my mind on it recently. Uh, just because oh, I don't know why I've just had a think and I thought, okay, look, the world's a massive place with a lot of people. It's going to be nothing but positivity all throughout our lives and probably for the next fifty to hundred years. But I do think that it's going to take a very long time to switch to a more than 50% vegan world. But I don't think that it will slow down in our, gen in, in our lifetime. I don't think that it will come to an end. I don't think that, you know, it will spike again and then people go, oh, no. I, th I do think it will be a very gradual incline. Right. I, I think if it wasn't for companies like KFC, McDonald's, Subway, that sell shit to young people very easily, I think that we'd see it a lot, a lot faster. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, the availability of cheap, yeah, uh, cheap meat is 
definitely definitely normalizes it doesn't it yeah definitely i, I think if it wasn't for that then we'd see a faster pace of people mm. picking it up but uh, can you give me anything a bit more positive <laughs> no <laughs> i definitely we, can't we, since we've been asking that question i've been living on uh on on a on a hope train thinking that yeah let's look at i keep saying that it's that it's changed so much in the past five years since i've gone vegan yeah there's been such a difference seeing what michelle was eating to what we can eat now yeah but then i see the weather at the weekend and i just think we're, we're fucked Mm. yeah so we've had a really really shit summer and then we had we had what we the weather we had at the weekend where you couldn't breathe the air because of the smog and it's yeah. just it's just sucks yeah mm. and i'm like where where are we going to end up so and then, I think, then, then you said that earlier on that it's just the sooner we're off this planet the better mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've, I've seen i've My... seen a difference in the last year with people i know compared to the uh, let's just say it's been booming for what six seven years five years yeah i've seen it yeah. i've seen a very positive difference in the last say 12 months compared to the five before it that's oh. from people i know switching to oat milk that's from people talking about it so i've personally i've seen a very positive year or two on top that's of good. the original boom so i can't see it slowing down i really can't that's good my hope trains hit the buffers derailed and he's on fire but um yeah, I, uh, I think it's. Uh, I'm in a bit of a rut at the minute of doom scrolling, which is uh, not healthy. But anyway, let yeah. on that happy note. <laughs> yes, we've come to the end, Jake. Thank you. You're an absolute star. Thank you. Thank you very that. much. It's been great yeah. to meet you both. Um, I did want to meet you at Vegan Camp Out, but um, this will do until next time, and I'll definitely meet you on the next <laughs> one. <laughs>